0: But one thing that I've always embraced in my life is I rarely go the same way uh, to a place uh, twice. You know, I I take different ways to get to the same places all all my life. I've been driving the same places the last quarter of a century. Uh, JP is back in a familiar place. He's in Louisville, Kentucky, but he got there a little differently today. Uh, Tell us about your arrival today, JP.
1: Yeah, and really since last Friday, I've been in travel hell. I, uh, I had a delayed flight out of Louisville trying to get to Omaha. The delay was about five hours. I ended up just connecting with a different airline and buying a second ticket to get home, uh, which I did. But the problem with that was my luggage stayed with the first airline. And I didn't get my luggage this weekend until Sunday morning. So I had to do a, a quick trip back to the airport, get my luggage, clean my dirty drawers, and then uh, pack so that I could leave today. And then, of course, I get on. And and all of my problems are with American Airlines. I wasn't going to say their name, but now I'm saying their name because they have just infuriated me. But anyway, I digress. So, so, hold on. Let me
0: catch the viewers up today because I've heard this once or twice. So, you – Benignly go to the uh, Louisville Airport. Now it was Sanford Airfield. Now it's called Muhammad Ali International Airport. You go over Mm -hmm. there on Friday morning looking to catch an 8 a.m. Eastern Standard flight back home, lickety-split to Omaha. Things get off the rails. You end up having to go planes, trains, and automobiles, John Candy, the whole nine yards. You get home. You're worn out. You get yourself finally on Sunday morning. You're packing up Sunday night. You take off this morning, on Monday morning, and now what's going on?
1: And then this morning – they delay me again, American Airlines, and uh, I didn't want to go with American Airlines. I wanted to be with either United or Delta, but yeah. because ConAgra, my company, is paying, I have to go with the, the uh, you know, I have to stay within a, a price range. I'm a poor man, and yeah, right. I get delayed. Flying I get delayed.
0: Yeah. yeah, you do. You're a delayed kind of guy. Hopefully your audio is not delayed on this intro. So let me just tell the, the – let me take a little segue from your travel.
1: Uh, oh, but let me just get say this.
0: Too depressed. Oh, go I, ahead.
1: I still don't have my luggage from the trip from Omaha to here. So I'm in dirty well, drawers again. And you think
0: about it. There are people right now somewhere in South America or somewhere in Africa or Bangladesh yeah. that don't even own luggage. So it's really important yeah. to keep things in perspective and, rude, and know that uh, you're blessed to have – you're blessed okay. to have luggage that's lost somewhere between here and the Mississippi River. But um, sure. one thing I wanted to share with our with our folks out there on this episode, this is our first virtual episode. So whenever it drops, it this is. is it. This is the first one. You only get one time to have the first virtual episode ever. We're curious how latency is going to be because I can't see JP right now. We're just talking. Mm-hmm. We can hear each other. I can't see his yeah. body language, but I know it's good. I know it's good. I can't wait to see it myself. Um, so this is a little bit of a unique intro. Because it's our first split screen intro, how's it make you feel, JP?
1: Like a like a real man.
0: My heater just kicked on, so I got to fix that. That's an amateur mistake. You only get one chance to have the heater kick on in your first uh, episode out here. So if you hear a little breeze in the background, that's a little bit of heat out here, and I put a little log on the fire over here, JP.
1: Well, you know,
0: you got to do what you got to do. I got faith in you. I don't want to turn it off, but I don't want to leave the screen yeah, for a second. Uh, we're excited to make our. I'm going to when we wrap this baby up because I think it's been pretty good. I mean, you got you got out a little bit of your angst with the American Airlines situation. I did. Uh, yeah. I'm so excited that we're film we're filming our first ever side by side. It's just going to be a blast. And we got something exciting to talk about today. you want to give them a little bit of a, of a tease of what we're going to talk about
1: yeah the big idea you know I think the big idea is more about uh again thinking positively and about how uh you know we want to kind of focus on people that are that we we have surrounded ourselves with that are good to us that uh support us and I think if we we just kind of spent some time focusing on them, we might realize how how blessed we are and and how uh the position that we are in is, is a lot better than maybe what we get credit for. Well, I am
0: looking forward to that conversation. We're gonna get right down to it in a second once I turn off my heater and once you find your luggage. So oh, nice. uh, everybody just stick around and we'll be we'll be right back. You know, so much of what we talk about on this podcast is gonna really relate to maybe the the individual's journey and the things that we do day in and day out kind of on our own in some way. But we all know Nobody does it alone. Uh, it takes a small village, and uh, so many people play an important part in that. Uh, isn't that right,
1: JP? I agree. I agree totally. And I think whenever we we you know you kind of started us down the path of thinking positive in episode one, which which has uh, crossed over one million views, you know, we oh, yeah. And I think um, thinking positive, thinking better, thinking positively, we have to focus on the people that are around us that. Support us that encourage us. We can get caught up thinking about the people we work with that aren't giving us opportunities that are uh, constantly degrading us, and, and it's it's sad. But we we let those type of influences hijack our emotions, and and, and I, I think we want to we want to change that. We want to focus on on the people around us that are positive. What well, makes me think about uh, John
0: Calperi here in Lexington, Kentucky. You know, one thing that he says often uh, to his naysayers, to his critics is, uh, I'm not going to let those people steal my joy. And, yes. um, you know, obviously he's in a, a little different place as far as the amount of eyeballs, the amount of critics that he deals with. But he's, he's very focused on the fact that the people in his life that matter um, are the people that he's going to pay attention to. And and he's not going to focus on those things that can drag you down or pull you down. And, you know, one thing that you and I have in, in common is uh, you know we have wonderful wives in our lives. Amen. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I know that uh, that's that's something that we're both very passionate and thankful for, and and we're very blessed with, and that's helped us just to do this podcast. Even
1: it it has, and you know, whenever I and again thinking thinking better, thinking positive, and whenever you surround yourself with with uh, like you and I, we surrounded ourselves with our, our our wives who are just outstanding women i look at my wife and i see somebody that in her teenage years uh she probably had the statistics would have said she has a a 99.5 percent of of failing and just going into the system but i see somebody that that uh, went through that brick wall and, and is now a successful nurse practitioner and that's a person who supports me and encourages me and has confidence in me and and whenever I look at how strong of a person she is and to know that she has that confidence in me, it's, it's easy for me to say, wow, you know, if, if she has that confidence in me, then, then I can, I can use that as, as a spark to, to ignite something in me to maybe put myself into the position of, of saying, Hey, I can do this. Don't well, she and I think, in me, too, I in me too. on, on top of that, you know, one thing that I think about
0: in the back of my mind a lot maybe needs to be in the front of my mind is just the, the complementary nature of a good relationship, uh, such as a marriage and, you know, marriage is a huge deal. And it's, it's, it's probably, I mean, it's, it's, if it's not the most important thing, uh, you know, outside of your, your, uh, faith, uh, and without, without the, the good faith relationship for us, you know, we'd have a different relationship with our spouses. But I think mm-hmm. about how complementary uh, our spouses are, how, yeah. um, uh, Places where we're strong, maybe they're not as strong. And places where we're weak uh, and not as skilled, they're incredibly skilled. So, uh, for anybody out there listening that, that maybe is in a season of life where you're starting to date or you're, you know, in a relationship and wondering how how it's going to look for the long term, you know, I think that for me, you know, we really uh, are blessed to to complement each other well, and uh, yes. and it certainly
1: makes our life it
0: enriches our life at a level that's hard to really describe.
1: But and and I think. You know, you and I are sitting here saying, "Okay, we can focus on um, being blessed and having having that that one person in our life." But uh, I think if if we didn't have that that wife that we're so fortunate to have, I still think that there would have been people in our lives that we could say, "Hey, you know, they believe in us." Like like me and you. I know I believe in you, and and I believe you believe in me, and absolutely, and, yeah. And, and those type of relationships and friendships can help spark the same type of, of internal confidence. And I, I think that
0: that's the big idea. If you want, you know, if you want to really figure out the, the the steak and potatoes of this episode, it's you know Jordan Peterson in his book Twelve Rules for Life said, "Treat yourself as someone you're responsible for helping." So you know that's an interesting thought. Yes. Instead of beating ourselves down, being hard on ourselves, being critical of ourselves. Uh, berating ourselves, we're supposed to encourage ourselves and support ourselves and give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. Well, you've got to extend that to those other people in your life as well, whether it be, you know, your, your spouse, whether it be your children, whether it be a parent that you're struggling with or a brother yeah. or sister that needs help or just a really dear friend. You know, if, if we're supposed to treat ourselves to someone we're, we're supposed to be helping, uh, we need to remember to help all those around us as well and, and not lose sight of that.
1: Yeah, and and I think in maybe even to to close this out, there's a a proverbs that that I like to to always kind of keep in the back of my mind. It says, when a man has find found a wife, he has found a good thing. And the the term or the the word "good" in that sentence, if you kind of research what it what it meant back in that time, it it had a lot of uh, uh, it, it had a lot of meaning for. Prosperity for healthiness and happiness, you know, wasn't just good. And, and I think that, that, uh, of course it's his wife, but, you know, we're focusing on if you just have some companion, somebody that you can do life with, I believe that's where, where you can really excel and, and, and have a, have a great chance of, of being happy. And I want to be, well, happy.
0: JP, I, I think you really brought this home for us because, I hadn't really thought about this, but if you if you're only uh, on the earth by yourself, by your lonesome, and, and living in a, the vacuum of your sole existence, there really be no reason to be very positive. You'd be kind of like uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway with Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, with his with his volleyball. I yeah. mean, it's not much of a way to live, and you got to be your own no. dentist. That didn't look like much fun either. Uh, no. But but we are blessed to have these people in our lives, and we hope that yeah. anybody that's listening to the podcast right now that uh, they take a little bit of stock in their, in their situation, in their relationships, and uh, and really kind of dive into that and look at places where they could, uh, you know, make sure they're doing their very best to be supportive, encouraging, loving uh, to those people that matter the most to them and not pay attention to those ones that are still in their
1: joy. That's right. Close the map.
0: All right. Just well, um, well, it's been fun, and I, uh, I think uh, we're going to get back here for our next uh, segment here. But uh, I can also maybe chop that end off there because we're still getting good at this. This is our first video episode. Nice. All right. Well, let's take a small break and we'll be right back. All right. We're back and we're going to wrap up this episode of the podcast with an inspirational story. You know, we love to find things that uh, has that kind of resonated or stuck with us throughout our life, stories that have mattered. And uh, JP has one for us this episode.
1: I do. I want to talk about uh, and I, I heard about this story about 10 years ago and it was it was awesome from the standpoint of everybody has their own way of doing things, and you you kind of watch people get caught up in trying to do it the way everybody else does. And this guy was a 61 year old that entered an ultra marathon, which is 544 miles. and it was a race from Sydney. To Melbourne, Australia, and 544 miles. That was something that only 30-year-olds essentially were, were getting into. I mean, you had to be in the best of best shape. But this this guy steps into this race. He only because he heard of a like a ten thousand dollar payout, and he thought, well, that sounds interesting. I'm going to try it out. He had never ran a race before. He had never he he didn't do any preparations for this race. So whenever he gets upon the line everybody is just thinking oh my gosh this is going to be catastrophic but the gun goes off the 30 year olds take off running and cliff young the 61 year old he just starts shuffling his feet walking at his own pace so naturally he's not even thought about you get through about the second or third day and all of a sudden the the 30 year olds who would the the routine was you run 18 you sleep six and then you run 18 and you just keep that pattern but about this day three, Cliff Young all of a sudden is caught up with the pack just by walking. And what they're finding out is Cliff Young is not sleeping. Cliff is just he's he's barreling through. He's got his eyes on the the the, the finish line and he's not stopping till he gets there. <clears throat> so miraculously <throat> in five days it's this is exactly, it was five days 15 hours and four minutes. Cliff Young was the first person to walk across the finish line. And that was a record time. Matter of fact, he beat the, he beat the, the, the previous record by more than two days and he did it just by walking. So naturally, as, as everybody is starting to digest this and try to figure it out, they're thinking, how were you able to do that? I mean, you're talking about five days, five, 15 hours and four minutes. You never slept. You never stopped for anything. And it was interesting to hear him, him make the conversation about how, well, you know, whenever I was a kid, I grew up, we lived on a 2000 acre farm. We had 2000 sheep and whenever the weather would get bad, I would be the one that would have to go out and get all of the sheep, herd them all the way back in. And sometimes that took days. So he was, he was already conditioned to, to take on that race in his own way. And it, it, it inspired me because I am a different bird. I do things differently than everybody else, but it is encouraging to see stories like this to say, hey, even if you are different, even if you do things that are not normal, just keep going at your own pace and, and, and watch how successful you can still be.
0: Well, and JP, that is such a fabulous story because we're all out here, you know, running our proverbial own race uh, and we're doing it the best way we know how. And I, I tell my children all the time, that uh, you just got to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And I obviously, agree. Mr. Young, uh, he was he was a great version of himself. And if he had, had done it the way everybody else had done it, we would not be talking about him on our podcast. So <laughs> no. uh, great yeah. to celebrate a Maverick and original. And it's been good to do yeah. our very first ever virtual podcast. What do you think?
1: How exciting. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Well, I hope so. I'm still, I'm still talking to my agent. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm in this thing for the long haul, but, but you've had me now for a couple episodes. So, you know.
0: Well, there you go. Um, I don't see you going anywhere since you kind of invited yourself on the podcast anyway. So I don't see oh. you leaving. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. no, no, I love it. I love it. You said you'd be a guest and I said, I'll do you one better. You could just be the permanent co-host. Uh, so this has been fun. This is our first ever episode uh, using the split screen technology. So uh, I'm sure we're going to get better at it. I think what's fascinating as we wrap this episode up is every episode has been different so far. I mean, eventually they're going to start maybe resembling themselves and people understand the consistency of it. But as you said, we like to do things differently, JP.
1: That's right. That's how we do it. That's for sure.
0: Well, I've had a blast. Me too. How about you, JP? Yeah, loved it. All right. Well, in t- Until the next episode, we're going to wrap this one up, and uh, it's been a blast. So I'll catch up with you later, JP. You got it. All right. Adios.